If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Little known fact, um, the first, the early version of that song, Backstreet's Back, was written by a Minnesotan and it was Backstreet's Back Alrighty Then. How long have you been waiting to use that dumb joke? Thanks, Holly. You're no, welcome. then it would have been Backstreet's Back. Oh. That was later in the song. Okay. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, oh. streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, here's the question. You're at a party, you're at a gathering, you're hanging out with friends, lots of people. You're celebrating, maybe it's a birthday, maybe it's a retirement, who knows what. And somebody goes, hey guys, let's play Monopoly. Yay or nay? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. So board games at adult gatherings, good idea, bad idea. That's um, that's what I would say. And because this actually happened to me this weekend, we went to a going away party for friends. It was casual by all means. It wasn't like some big hoity toity foofadoof. It was just a Friday sort of like everybody after the gym and after dinner went and hung out at some friends. Actually, we ate there too uh, at some friends um, for someone who's going away. And um, this person's not permanently going away. You don't care. Anyway, moral of the story is we're sitting there and about an hour into it, they're like, let's play a game. And I was like, I do not want to play a game. And so I kept trying to like be casual about it. Like, "Mm, Uh I'm just going to keep talking and pretend that that didn't just happen. And hopefully we're not going to play a game. And then I think we made another hour or so before then it then the game pushers were like really pushing hard. Mm -hmm. Like, so are we going to play a game or are we not going to play a game? And so then they started to play the game and I was like, peace out. Bye. And you just left. I like I honestly, generally speaking, I'm not a game person, but Mm -hmm. that's fine. I get there are game people. If you want to have a game night, great. Go for it. Then I can either show up or not. Right. Um, But like. I'm sorry, when you whip out a game at a social gathering, to me, it's a total sort of conversation killer. Mm-hmm. Now, th- things will shift very quickly and then there'll be sort of conversation around the game. But just when you're having like adult conversations with people to then be sidetracked by a game and you got to figure out the rules and you got to play and who's going to play. And then I got to get all of your um Passive aggressive insecurities about interacting with other human beings because wow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you watch adults play games, you realize very quickly who the d bags are, mm-hmm. um, or I should say, who the super competitive people are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a very competitive person, and I just that dynamic tends to change things in such a way that I'm like, 
I would much rather just sit around and gossip. Right. Yeah. And not, yeah, and not be keeping score over some sort of imaginary fun. Yeah. And again, you want to have a game night? Sure. Let's nerd out, do the thing with the thing. Then that's the purpose and you understand that going in. But when it comes to just a general gathering of adults. You don't want a surprise game. No. 651641. Play heads up. 651641 Games at Gatherings. Yay or nay? Bradley's a nay. That would be a nay. Yes. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Mark is on the line. Hi, Mark. Hello. Hello. Uh, so, games at gatherings, games at parties. Yes or no? Well, I agree with Bradley. If you're just having a social party and you just pull out a game and start playing, that doesn't make sense. Mm. But if you have like a game night party. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You can pull out a game. What's your if favorite game? Boring, but if you're trying to talk, then don't pull out a game. Exactly. What's your favorite game? Mark. Um, probably Monopoly. Oh, okay. Yeah. That one goes on forever, though, Mark. It does. It's a long game. I mean, you yeah, bet you're does. playing for a couple days, aren't you? Only when you're against really competitive people. That's but. true. That's true. That's true. Thanks, Mark, Thanks, for your Mark. call. Um, that was Mark. He likes Monopoly. I was surprised. He's I in it to win he it. sounded like he might have been of an age of where Monopoly was not his favorite. Game. I'm te- I'm telling you, my children love Monopoly. Really? Yes, and Ew. I do not know why. They want to play it, and I'm like, oh, are you sure? There's so many other games that are worthy of playing them. <laughs> No. Uh, let's go to Katie. Hi, Katie. Uh, games Hi. at gatherings, yay or nay? I would say yay. Okay. And uh, so we're talking about like surprise games. Yeah, make so your case. You're like at the party and somebody's like, hey, let's play Clue. You're like, I'm in. The reason that I say that is that it is a great way to get to know people. And like your co-host said, there is definitely that social dynamic involved. If you know the people at the party, it's great. If you don't know the people at the party, it may not be the best, you know, way to get to know people. But it's better than all the political gossip that's going on and all of the stuff and all the negativity in the world. It is a fun thing to do to get to know people. And it's an icebreaker. And it is definitely a tool in that social dynamic to really break the ice and get to know friends of friends or get to know people better that you maybe have met just once or twice before. So I'm definitely a yay. She loves games. Wow, Thanks, Katie. Katie, does she work for Games by James? Because <laughs> she made, you know, she made the case. Again, I I just think inherently there are game people and non-game people. And maybe I'm just a non-game person. I will not say that I've never had fun playing games because that's not true. But generally speaking, in a room full of people, like I don't have a problem having conversations with people. Um, But also there's like some people who want to play a game to the exclusion of like the natural sort of energy or like move. Like, because this happened at like a family thing once and I was just like, we're having a perfectly good conversation. Why do we need to stop what we're doing to play a game? You know, it's funny because I am I am a game discriminant. Because there are certain games that I will, I do not want to play. Mm. But then there are some games where I'm like, yeah, I'm always down to play that game. Like I, there, I don't want to learn a whole new game. There are some games that lend themselves well to conversation while you're playing them. You can kind of play them slowly. You don't 
you know, they make some they make great opportunities for laughter. They create more fun. And then there are some games where I just think I don't want to play this dumb. I don't want to play that dumb game. Yeah. I will tell you, I never, ever, ever, Uh-oh. ever. Okay, you made your point. Want to play card games ever? Oh, yeah. Especially ones where you have to be partners with somebody else. Oh, and it's like, like because bridge. I will always Oof. ruin it for the other person, and they will always be but mad at me. Again, if you call your like it. you call your buds up and you're like, "Hey guys, let's play some Texas Hold Me." Or whatever it's called. No, that's not what it's called. Texas Hold Me. That was that was that's my a different teenage game. years. <laughs> exactly. Um, but honestly, I just no games. Okay, next. Sorry. Let's go to Kylie. Hi, Kylie. Kylie, you're at a gathering. Somebody uh, pulls out the board games. Are you excited okay. about it or not? I say it really depends on the game, like you said earlier, and then the people, because there are certain people that I just will not play games with. Ever. Like who? Tell us. Do they have names? Yeah, what are their names? No, I'm not going to say the okay. names. Oh, okay. um, just like people who are either like way too, like the Monopoly board flippers, you know, those. Oh, yeah, oh, yes. they're the worst. My children, but, you mean. Yeah, I mean, we played Mario Kart for like five hours this weekend with about four or five people, and it was great. So, but yeah, other times I just am not a board game person or in the mood either. So, yeah, I can see it go both ways. Okay, yeah. Thanks, Kylie. And Beverly will have the final word. Hey, Beverly, you're at a gathering. Somebody pulls out a board game. Uh, are you excited about it or not? It would depend on the game, mm. but most likely, I would I would like it. What's your favorite game? Do you have a favorite? Well, it's not a board game, but um, cards. I like to play cards or um, games that you can get to know people um, by. So, for example, who in the room would do whatever, you know. So it's something where you you learn about the other people. Okay, so like truth or dare? What are you talking here? <laughs> well, there's an actual game called Who in the Room Would? And oh. it's you draw a card and it has um, different scenarios like who in the room pees in the shower. Oh, okay. Let's play. You know, <laughs> different wacky kind of things. I love it. Thanks. No, I, yeah. Thanks, Beverly. That is, she actually does make a, va- a valid point because I will say one of the most fun I had w- an evening is when we played a game like that. Uh huh. Um, and it was actually quite fun. So I can't say there's no value in games. It's just like when it just has to be like the right, the right time, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I always just think like when the board games come out at a party where it's supposed to be adults talking. hanging out, talking. I'm like, oh, this is my life. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> that was so bitchy, but I love it. Thank you. I'm not alone. You're okay, not alone. So I'm like the I'm like the lone wolf over here because I actually don't. I like I've had adult game nights. No, but friends. again, oh, but game, game night. night game night is totally different. But yes. I but I typically would not be. I would not be the one if but we if had a you, bunch of people over that would be like. I have an idea. Yeah, yeah like, you know, you're. I was gonna say, like, if you had people over to your house and some one of your guests was like, "Let's play heads up." That I would. That wouldn't even occur to me. Honestly, yeah. it would not occur to me to say, "Let's play a game." If anything, no, that or wouldn't if you're happen. At the cabin or something like that. Then games are totally appropriate. Yes, absolutely, and puzzles also. Yeah, because I love puzzles. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I've been watching too many heavy documentaries. Lately, you guys, but I finally landed accidentally on the antidote for all of my heavy documentaries. It is 
the greatest, most delightful hour and a half I've spent watching Netflix. Wow, she's selling it. I now. am selling it, and I know Holly's going to be able to back me up on this because she's oh, God, seen it. Must it have and to I, do with cats, then. Guess what? It does. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait. Perfect. No, but even you would love it. After this, on my talk one oh seven one. You guys, I have found a heartwarming documentary that you all need to be watching. This oh, is the cool. antidote to all the heavy things that we've been watching on Netflix lately. Okay. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer, and uh I have been watching way too much heavy stuff on Netflix, right? Really? Like well, because I watched the uh, fire festival oh, yeah, sure. thing, and then I watched Three Identical Strangers, and then I watched the Ted Bundy tapes, and then I watched this, uh, what's it called, Abducted in Plain Sight. Yeah. I mean, scrub my brain, okay? So last night, I'm like, I just need to watch something light that will be heartwarming and easy and like brain candy. Okay, what'd you find? Catwalk. Oh, God. No. What is Catwalk? It is genius. It is okay. Nope. I need you to hear this whole thing. Catwalk is basically, it's called Catwalk Tales from the Cat Show Circuit. And it is, if I'm going to describe it in one sentence, it is like a real life version of a Christopher Guest movie, specifically uh, the dog show on Best in Show. Okay. So it's like a parody? No, it's like the reality of the parody. A parody? Cute. It's like the real version of that show. Now, first of all, I was unaware that there were cat shows. We like, just had one. I didn't know Here. that. Okay. I know yeah, there somebody, was one in Saint. There's I didn't the even River Center. I know. I didn't know about it until somebody then sent me a message and was like, "Oh my gosh, I went to the cat show. You need to go next also, time there is a one." Cat show sounds like the boringest social experience ever. It does until you watch this documentary and you realize that these cat people smells like a litter box are hilarious. So they, they end up zeroing in on these two women, Shirley and Kim and their cats. And these two are neck and neck and they are trying. One of the women has a cat named Ooh La La. Okay. And the other one has two cats named Eddie. And then she has another one named Chance. Okay. And they are neck and oh sorry, Bobby, not not Eddie. So you Bobby, watch this thing for how long? It's an hour and a half. It oh is hilarious. God. I'm telling you, this one one of the cat owners is a caricature of a human being. Like she is so angry at the other cat owner winning all of these titles for her cat. She just like everything about her is just seething at this other owner. And she's like, this is my life. The cat shows. Yeah. Oh, people take that that stuff very seriously. Animal shows of all kinds. Horses, dogs, you name it. People, that's their livelihood. I mean, quite literally. I want you to watch this documentary. I probably won't. I really wish you would, though, because if it just had a little music, it would be a Christopher Guest movie. <laughs> I mean, it is so um, funny. So, unintentionally so. But So it's like a documentary. It is a documentary, yeah. yeah. About these, Holly. Did you? When did you watch this? I watched it a couple weeks ago. I, did you tell me about it? And I don't even remember it. I don't think we talked about it. Uh, I'm so like I felt like I discovered like a, a gem in the rough. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's so funny and it's unintentional. Well, I think it's intentionally funny, but 
the women who are in it, I don't are not trying to be funny. Oh no, I'm sure they take themselves very seriously, like, which is probably where the humor seriously. comes from. Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. So catwalk. Catwalk. Please watch catwalk. And do the they other win, thing, like, does somebody win at the end? Do you find out? Yes. Like, is it a big, yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll, okay. you'll feel very right. satisfied at the end. <laughs> and then I just wanted to say one more quick thing, because I, we talked a lot about this when it first kind of showed up. Remember the egg, the egg that had more followers than Kylie Jenner? Oh, yeah. The egg on the Internet yep. that went viral. Uh-huh. We know who the egg is now. Yeah, it's. Yeah. So the egg. So at first it showed up in BuzzFeed. Um, that that the egg is owned by Chris Godfrey, who works at a London-based advertising agency, The Partnership. Uh, and anyway, so it was announced on the egg's feed that after the Super Bowl game last night, you could go over to Hulu and see more about the egg. And people thought maybe it would be like a co-branded show on Hulu about the egg. Well, no, when you navigated over to Hulu, what you saw was... A commercial uh, that's about a minute long about the world record egg. Uh, and it really is to highlight mental health awareness. Yeah, it sounds like this is going to be the first of several causes that the egg will highlight. Which is so cool. And again, they're using their powers for good. I can get behind this. Yeah. So that's what we know about the egg now. And I will stay tuned. And we all, I think we all will to see what other good things this egg is good going to egg. do. That's a good egg. Good egg. After this, we've got crazy, stupid idiots on Dummies. My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We'll tell you about them right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call those people crazy, stupid idiots. How are you doing over there, Trainer? Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of totally crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes instead of Florida. That's some asthma. <laughs> We're going to Georgia first, though. <clears throat> We're going to Georgia where we are going to meet. A real jerk. This guy, his name is Kitan Shah. He he scammed people over one out of one million dollars. Not each person, but over many people out okay. of one million dollars. Yeah. And then he That's blew out of town. Okay. Here's what he did. <laughs> he he was running this uh, scam saying that he had special tickets to the Super Bowl and he was selling these tickets to many different people who were purchasing them from the, him. But here's where he gets really low, mm-hmm. including his mother. This is a guy who apparently has like a um, really good standing in the community. What? He owns a digital printing company and he had been uh, advertising special access and to these Super Bowl tickets. Okay. He sold $1 million worth of these fake tickets. Oh my God, people are so dumb. I know. From around, he sold them to about a dozen people, including not, and I said his mother, but also to other close friends, business contacts. Was he not planning on ever seeing these people again? Uh, apparently, because he literally blew town. They can't find him. Authorities he blew are looking. Town. 
yeah, he left. Yeah. He's gone now. Yeah. They can't find That's him. That's what I'm saying. He blew town. He's out of town. <laughs> He's gone. They have no idea. They don't where know where Mr. he went. Mr. Shaw. Oh my God. He's gone, gone, gone. Okay. Uh, he, he is. And so now he's got their $1 million, including his mother's, his best friends, his business contacts, and he's gone. Uh, his family thinks that he may have traveled to Las Vegas at some point, but they're not clear on where he is now. Wow. Well, I mean, he's going to have fun for a while. The problem is when that money runs out. Because something tells me he'll be spending it. I'm guessing if he went to Las Vegas, that money could be gone already. Yeah. Uh, they call this, his family has called it, quote, some kind of midlife crisis. Yes. Th- that is, quote, yeah. some kind yeah. of midlife Ooh. crisis. It's probably the worst kind, especially when you stole money from your own mother. Yikes. Yeah. Couldn't he just gotten a bed shaped like a car? Like normal people bed. do. Yeah. Yeah. A water bed. Do they still make water beds? I don't know. I had one. Did you? As a kid. Oh my God. It was so was fun. Was it comfortable? Is it? Was it comfortable? Yeah. Did you have lower back pain? I mean, not as a child. Okay. I had a lot of um, other pain as a child, but I don't want to get into it right now. So thank you. Wow. Yes, you can still get <sighs> water beds. Can you really? I, I do remember there was this whole thing between like I had one of the like watery water beds, but then there were like water water beds that were kind of firmer. You know, like there I were firm no water beds and then there were like loosey goosey seventies like brown chicken brown cow water beds. You can't even brown chicken brown cow on a water bed. I'm sorry. I know, but it was the height of from like one end of the water bed into which, the middle, which does beg the question: Why I had one as a child? Yeah, no kidding. I don't know really what That's my parents hilarious. were thinking, but I do remember it. Uh, no, you, loving it. There is actually a website called waterbedoutlet.com, and there was like a like a um, mm-hmm. uh, it had like a not a railing, but like a yeah, it was like a, um, around the side, like a padded yeah. yeah. Outside, yeah, so that you could sit on the. I edge. had a friend that had a, a waterbed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really need to double back with my mother and find out why I had a waterbed. <laughs> Can you do that? Because I don't honestly remember this evening, particularly please? wanting a waterbed. Can we talk about this tomorrow? Can we like, yeah. stick a, a needle in or a why pin did in this? I don't want to stick a pin or a needle in it, but we'll put a post-it on it. <laughs> Thank you. Let's mm-hmm. stick a post-it on this because I do kind of want to know because this was huge. Back in the day, and this is like one of my friends. She had a waterbed, and we were in junior high, and she yeah, had it for I would a have been, while. I would have been in, oh God, let's see, this would have had to have been like sixth, seventh grade. Also, did you ever have this experience, or was this just not a normal experience? When you'd you know, be traveling, like maybe on a road trip with your family, and you'd show up at a hotel, and you'd get you'd check into the room, and it would you'd get really excited because it would be one of those rooms that vibrating had, beds. had a vibrating yeah. bed where you put a coin in it and yeah. i would be like we thought it was just fun i was like that's so cool what the heck kind of hotels were you staying at no we had exactly the, that was a, th- a big thing apparently it was yeah. and i would be so excited like i would ask my parents can we <laughs> stay <laughs> at one fingers. of the ones wasn't it called magic that, fingers? i don't know but you, it was like a coin operated bet you would i would get so excited can we get the quarters and i'd ask my parents are we staying at one yes, of the hotels magic with the fingers beds, 25 with the cents Quarters only for your comfort. This yes. bed is equipped with Magic Fingers Relaxation Service. Featured in over 10,000 hotels and motels throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Try it. You'll feel great. I don't think they have those anymore. Home units are available. Ask your helpful you innkeeper. Say. 
I, because I'm sure they just it was like a vibrating thing on the frame, right? They just attached I a think, vibrator yeah, to the frame. I, yes, and I remember it being very loud. Well, I just remember it would kick in and be like, yeah, you don't see them anymore. They're not around. That's probably a good thing. Is it? Yeah. I do remember the ones that had the dial. You go, magic fingers. Okay. Holly, did you never stay in a hotel that had a vibrating bed? Or too young, probably. Yeah, I feel like that was a little before my time. Although I do remember at the airport. I hear that. The chairs with the TVs attached oh, to them, yeah. and you'd yeah. put a quarter in and watch the TV. Was, there's the probably an man. ashtray on the other side. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That was mm-hmm. the best. Oh. I actually have smoked in an airplane. That's how old I am. You could still, and on like international flights yeah. when I was and even I in high school. Yeah, it makes sense. Huh. All right, that was fun. Okay. Um, so I'm going to stop smoking on my vibrating bed to tell you about my crazy, stupid idiot for just okay, a moment. Okay, but tomorrow we'll be talking about waterbeds. Yes. So if you had a waterbed, uh, be ready. Uh, pork chops and applesauce. That's the subject of our next crazy, Peter stupid Brady idiot. Yes, basically. No, pork chops and applesauce. I want to tell you about a Florida lady. We need to go to uh, Florida. And oh, her okay. name. To talk about the Florida lady. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Uh, she administered a clobberin. And I'll tell you why in just a moment. Um, but apparently 48-year-old Jennifer Brassard has a beau. That would be a man friend of sorts. Okay. And they got, uh, they quote, engaged in a verbal argument around 9.45 in the p.m. Now, uh, she was considered to be the primary aggressor during this domestic confrontation. No word as to why this uh, altercation took place. Mm-hmm. But just know that 48-year-old Jennifer Broussard took matters into her own hands. And by matters, I mean dinner. And by dinner, I mean a frozen pork chop. And then she clobbered him with the frozen... She beat her man upside and about the head and face uh, with a frozen pork chop. And uh, that'll leave a mark. Dumped a jar of apple sass on him, too. She did not. No, that I had okay. for flourish. But <laughs> the pork chop, according to the criminal complaint, struck the man below the left eye, causing a half inch laceration. She then uh, chased him out the house. And I will say she did have some bruises on her face, too. So presumably there was a I back mean, and forth experience. How big was this pork chop? Does that matter? Well, I. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to think. Like, how do you hang on? I'm sure to it was it? a thick cut with like a bone. It had to have been right. Right. Yeah. Whack whack. Which I, by the way, if it was a thin cut pork chop, don't waste your time. Also, I love thin cut pork chops in I the do broiler. Too. I do too. <gasps> Put those suckers till they get crispy. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. And don't even if it doesn't have a bone in it. I don't want to eat it. I'm not interested. Oh God, no. No, the bone no. is no. I want a bone. Give me that bone, pork chop. My mother. Also, I really don't want the applesauce with it. I going back to it. my waterbed days, okay. that was a time in my life where my mother made those thin cut pork chops always, yeah. and they were like, you know, super overcooked. Wonderful. My mom used to make, I hated them back then. See, I loved them, but then my mother, somewhere in the 90s, mm. started making uh, those stuffed pork chops, you know, the thick cut ones. Yeah. Because that was the fancy thing is that you stuffed the pork chop uh-huh. with like spinach or something, or rice or some dumb thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is just that. This Not is the same. gross. No, I want those thin, crispy, uh-huh. fatty, juicy, bone in pork chops. 
And you can send those <laughs> right on over to Hover Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bradley wants every once in a while. In Jamie and I had the cast. same childhood, apparently. So every once in a while, I will uh, fix up a mess of those pork chops, and we will go to town. He'll fix up a mess of those pork <laughs> chops. That's a hot Friday night. Did you ever? Or was I the only one who had this lamb chops? No, we with did not mint eat lamb. jelly. No, Zero nope. I nope. Would, when that hat when that. Dinner came around. I was like, "No, unless you can eat it." No, it was either hamburger helper style. It it was either a chicken hind quarter leg thing, you know, like with the leg and the thigh together. Uh It was that Uh uh, with canned corn and some kind of potato, or it was a pork chop. If lamb chops were on sale, that's when we got the mint jelly and the lamb chops. And once I saw that mint jelly come out, I could do with the mint jelly, but I want the rest of it. When we come back. On the Colleen and Bradley show. Do you show. know also, really quickly, mm-hmm. we didn't used to eat chicken thighs as a separate unit. They were always attached to the leg. It's not Are you talking about just very, you or the whole world? No, I'm saying in general, they didn't used to sell chicken parts separate all that often. Like, you couldn't just go in and buy chicken tenderloins, chicken wings, oh, yeah, you, chicken yeah. legs. You'd just get the whole you'd get that that all broken thing, up chicken. Or you'd buy the whole chicken. <gasps> Wow. Chicken chat. Chicken history. (laughs) With Team Cobra. And I had a water bed. When we come back, it's time for the throwback live on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.